Hello and welcome to the Travel Agent Interview. I am your host, Megan Chapa, and I am excited and privileged to have Sherry Cavillan back on the program. Welcome, Sherry. Thank you. Glad to be here. Sherry, um, I just want to give a second to give an update. We usually start with a tech minute. Sometimes we swap for a charity. And you are uh, doing participating in hosting a, a unique charity cruise. Would you like to tell us a little bit about that? Well, everybody who knows I'm the cat lady knows I've always got my fingers in something to benefit Cats Exclusive, which is a 33-year-old 501c3 no-kill kitty shelter here mm-hmm. nearby my home in Fort Lauderdale. And we have, uh, this is our third um, Cats Exclusive Cruise, which we refer to as Cruising for cruising for a Cause. And we're going to be on the Celebrity Infinity this November. It's a four-night-long weekend. It goes to Key West and Nassau. But the best thing is celebrities donating $100 back from every stateroom to the charity. Um, then they have some bonuses they've thrown in. And, of course, celebrities promotion offers the free drink package as well as $300 on board credit. So in two days, I um, booked over 20 rooms, and we wow. have another 20 cabins available. We're probably going to have a group of well over 50 cat lovers. No, the cats are not coming, but I've got a really cute flyer with some pretty cute cat-themed pictures on it that I'll give to you to post okay. on the tag of the podcast if people like to join us. It's a great deal, and, uh, you know, if you need an excuse to get away, it's right in the cusp between U.S. Thanksgiving and uh, the December season, and it's a perfect time for a getaway, and it's for a great cause. So I'm, I'm privileged to be accompanying them and organizing it for them again. Sure, and it's on a celebrity ship, so you can't go wrong. Absolutely. They were they were named number one over even my other very favorite cruise line, Oceana. They were named celebrity was named number one for um, dining uh, for mm. their for their food and beverage uh, last year in or last year I mean December in Recommend Magazine. So I was surprised. I was I was pleased. I was surprised they beat out Oceana, and I, I just got off the Equinox um, three weeks ago. And uh, yes, I was well pleased. So yeah, you can't go wrong. Time to go. <laughs> all right. Well, we will include all of that information in the show notes and make sure everybody has that and, you know, put it out on Twitter, Facebook, maybe not Instagram because I'm not, I'm not an expert on Instagram yet, but hey, we'll, we'll put it out all the places that I am familiar with or better you just at anyway. Give me an idea. We'll work on it. <laughs> all right. All right. There we go. Well, Sherry, um, I wanted to have you on again because you have a really neat itinerary coming up and I, I've mentioned before that I used to send a lot of clients to Iceland, 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 specifically to see or attempt to see the Northern Lights. And some of them have been successful. Some of them have not. And one of the ways they were trying to see it was via an excursion uh, through like smaller boats at night to try to go and see it because it's best to make the hunt where it's away from cities. And when you get out in the ocean, it's, it's much darker. But you have a solution to that on a brand new Viking Ocean Liner. So please tell us about how this came to be and how people might come with you to see the Aurora Borealis or at least get on the hunt. Okay. Well, wonderful. Yes, um, I people call me all the time and they want something new, something different. And just you see bucket list after bucket list. And the uh, the idea of seeing the Aurora Borealis, be it in Iceland, 
be it in northern Alaska or be it in um, basically Finnish Lapland, which is, uh, you know, one of the Scandinavian regions, are mm-hmm. the, the destinations that come up most popularly. However, it usually requires getting on some sort of a tr- ice tractor and crawling out into the middle of nowhere where you don't have the light pollution or out onto a boat, as you have sold, Megan, just Mm -hmm. to get away from all that. So this means going to remote destinations. Well, you know, my baby boomers tend to be, you know, that was good for 20 years ago, but I don't really feel like going out, especially Floridians. I live in the state of Florida. So especially these Floridians, and we've had cool weather lately, so like Mm -hmm. 70 is like bitter cold for us. (laughs) Oh, there was a lot of pushback on doing this by land and doing it, you know, in a very um, adventurous way, let's say, perhaps sure. exhausting or setting out, sitting outside in the middle of the night, getting up, going to bed early, getting up at night to go out at one in the morning. And these were all obstacles. So I had somebody call me and say, um, you know, there's a ship out there that's name is Norwegian. And don't they do a cruise to see the Northern Lights? And I go, well, unfortunately, no. I said, actually, you know, you're going to see that most notably in the area of Norway uh, and uh, over into Finnish Lapland. And um, the only things that really go up there are like the icebreakers, and that's a totally different sailing. Sure. Because there's no leisurely cruiser. I can just cruise around it because that's what my wife wants. I go, no. So that, that since, of course, that's on my list, too, that, that prompted me to do a whole bunch of research. And uh, I, I discovered um, the ports there. The, the, at the time, it was cities. I wasn't thinking about ports. But the cities up there, and did a whole write-up for them on how, if they went by land, the cities and the region and the time of year and the time of day and the temperature of which they would be most likely to see the northern lights by land. Sure. So we let that drop. They said, we're not going to do that. Okay, I understand. So I'm minding my own business, and a client who I have who's very adventurous and very discerning, she calls me up and said, um, my husband was doing some research because uh, he um, has retired, and he has inordinate periods of time, and he loved yeah. They both love crew. And he goes, he finds on the new Viking ocean ship, not the river ships. Yep. This has got this itinerary. We want this. We want this. Now, it just opened yesterday. Book this right away. Well, I jumped in with both feet because I knew Viking, who was known for their long ships uh, in the river cruising world in the, in the, um, in European areas, have um, smaller rooms, larger capacity. So that normally doesn't hit my radar. But I knew they were bringing on these ocean cruises, but I did not realize that Viking had taken everything they learned in doing their now immensely successful river cruise ships and brought that more inclusive aspect to their ocean vessels. So, P.S., I got on, I looked, I got so excited, I immediately, first of all, booked them a suite. Second of all, I took group space so that I can guarantee that I have X number of staterooms. And I went to all my friends who have ever said, I want to do this and I don't want to do it by land. And we now have about 10 Cabman's about 20 of us that are going. It's um, February 6, 2019. Uh, it is on the Viking Sky, which is the, I believe, uh, third out of, third of five, third of five ocean-going vessels. And uh, is it the third of five? 
or the fourth of five. Eh, one of the two. Anyway, needless to say, the Viking Orion comes out next year. So there will be a complement of five of those vessels. There are 930 passengers. Gorgeous Danish design. I just saw the vessel myself, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But... Um, it's just a totally different atmosphere on and off ship. Now, being that the who better than the Vikings would know how to go to that part of the world, uh, they have designed the the itinerary. And as soon as I looked at it, I noticed it um, included uh, Tromso and and Bodo and Alta, which was the region that I had researched three years ago. That this is the region in Scandinavia there. You are most likely to see the Northern Lights. So thus, it's not Disney Perfect. World. They're not guaranteed to turn on with a flip of a switch. But we are going at the time that you're most likely to see them to the region that you're most likely to see them. And then the most exciting thing is in Tromso and in Alta, the ship actually floats around there or docks and floats overnight. So you actually have two full days in two of those areas back to back. Cool. So... If we aren't going to see it, it's not going to be for the lack of trying. But meanwhile, the ship is perfectly designed for this because it's small. Mm-hmm. It can get into places that other other vessels normally would not, which, you know, could speak to why other vessels have not done this itinerary before. To my mm-hmm. knowledge, this is the first time this next season in 19 is the first time this itinerary has been done. So, of course, I had to be all over. Because <laughs> you're a cruiser. The Vikings, there you go. Well, you know, somebody said to me that um, th- they actually found me on the Internet, and they were looking, and they looked at all my cruise certifications, which I took through CLIA. And um, I'm on there, and the, one of my certifications um, says it's like a Ph.D. in cruising, but I've been on untold number of vessels. I've sold untold number of cruises. I've studied untold number of lines. But I will tell you, I just had the opportunity for the first time to actually board and tour the Viking Sky when she was here in Miami in either late November, early December. And when I walked in, um, I was floored from the second yeah. I stepped on that ship. And I've been on some pretty nice ships. But it's it has a feel. It has an energy. It's got the clean Danish design, very much the Scandinavian warmth, the lounges. It's like you're in a country club. It's a very informal sort of atmosphere. I would say country club casual, uh, much like you'd find on an Oceana or a region or even celebrity. But their design, they have one lounge, which I love, that's got um, a faux fireplace. It's you know, like a television screen. but uh, And also it's, uh, I don't know, it's LEED certified. I don't know if it's proper verbiage for a vessel, but, you know, mm-hmm. low emissions, uh, high technology. But so here's this faux fireplace, but around it are these big, overstuffed, wonderful couches with these, like, faux uh, yak fur throws to sit there with a, a glass of wine or a hot toddy on this couch and watch the faux fireplace. Just an inviting atmosphere. You'll find leather, white leather wrapping on the um, elevator railings and on oh. the doors in one of the specialty restaurants. And we're sitting here just shaking our head because the ship at that time was like six or seven months old, but now just about six months old. But we were like, why is it, how can it, they keep this so clean? That's There's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's adults only, no children, no families. The second thing is that the staff is employed by Viking. These are not contract workers. These are employees. And everyone I talked to, I just got a vibe of a different amount of commitment to the cruise line, yeah. to the ship. And, uh, and you could feel it. I mean, I walked through, it because in, a, in an 
you know, river cruise sort of scenario. They have, um, you know, they have included specialty dining. They have included beer and wine with lunch and dinner. They have included shore excursions in every port. And that's what Viking brought to this ocean line and how it, again, got named the number one best, uh, is it, was it the river, the best cruise ship in both the river and the ocean cruises, the number one ocean line liner line and cruise critics cruiser choice award in 10 different categories and the number one ocean line by travel and leisure magazine two years in a row. They have my attention. So on board the ship, um, there's a lot of spaces. First of all, there's only 930 passengers, so it's a small capacity. Um, there are so many different rooms that as I walk through there, I thought, I can see me sitting here. I can see me curled up there. Uh, they have a, a room, a, a room, a an area that has a retractable roof. And all I could think of when I saw that retractable glass roof, obviously retracted in, in Florida, it was nice mm-hmm. and warm. Mm-hmm. I, um, I don't know if they will retract it or if they don't. I'm sure if we're all up on deck with our jackets on and there's northern lights to see, we won't mind if it's a little cold, if we're floating on this luxury vessel and with our jackets on looking at the northern lights. But just everything about it, uh, they had a spa with a snow grotto that just blew me away. It was just design, design, design with the multiple included specialty dining uh, experiences on board. When we went into the Italian restaurant, they had a slicer from, you know, slicing for shoot for a, on a pasta plate. All these are mm-hmm. included. But my big thing, being a foodie, I took a look at that slicer and it, it shone like it just came out of the showroom. It looked like it had never been used. The ship was that clean. And it's just all these little details, which really matter to me a lot. It matters to me too. Um, I don't want to see fingerprints. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> Who's been touching my food? Right. But uh, <laughs> in addition, though, so the things that are usually nickel and dimed on most mainstream cruise lines are included there. So the specialty dining, they have a couple of these specialty, couple specialty dining experiences, including one where, and I'm interested to see if this will be offered when we are in Scandinavia, where you go to, um, the market with the chef and come back and it's chef's table and you actually prepare, prepare a meal and then eat there. Um, but the fact that in every port it includes a, an excursion. So things that you would normally be paying additional for are included. Now I'm fairly certain that there are going to be things available to us that if we want to go out in the middle of the night on a, on a snow crawler or something, something. yeah. yeah, those probably will be available to us. I haven't seen, we haven't seen the, uh, the itinerary for the excursions yet because as I said, in, in uh, late January is the first sailing. We are the second. So. Okay. Um, but it's really exciting that the ship was beautiful. I, I love everything that they're doing. Um, everybody else that sailed on any of these ships in the line have nothing but great things to say. And what we've got that I'm most excited about is this incredible itinerary. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at their, their video that they have on their site right now and it is incredible. I can't wait. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and just, you probably Googled the Northern lights, but I just came across a video the other day, which what is, which is what reminded me that you were doing this. And I was just like, I have to get you on here because 
I have had so many people go and try to find these, you know, some successful, some not, but this thing's incredible. And I'm, I'm a little saddened to hear you say that it's adults only because I was thinking, oh, you know what? That board's near me. I could get on that, but maybe not because I got those two rugrats in tow and oh they, they would, <laughs> they would want to see it too. So we'll have to find another way for us to well, see it. Maybe, maybe next year they'll put out, you know, you never say never. Maybe next year they'll, what Uniworld just put out the millennial ship that you've got to be 21 to 45 to sail on. Maybe next year they'll put out a family vessel. You never know. You never know. I, yeah. And yeah, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. We'll see. And in the meanwhile, you spoke to exactly something that's been also attractive to my people who are going with me, which I'm coordinating a lot of moving parts before and after. But the fact that it sails, uh, you know, it sails 20 minutes outside of London Mm -hmm. um, means that it's the perfect possibility for starting a trip in London. And yes. when I'm someplace, I'm gonna I'm gonna extend any place that it does, <laughs> that it lends itself to. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I guess Tilbury is um, just a little bit east of London proper. So many of us are going in early, and we'll organize some fun things to do there. And then I'm determining what to do when I hop off at the end. Uh, some You're of gonna my come, friends, come I, see me. Shoot, I, I I'll be right there. I'll be right there. <laughs> But um, my girlfriend's going to the Isle of Wight. She has a goddaughter there. So, yeah, I mean, while you're over there, might as well. But um, so the beauty of that is that um, some of my people are going um, further. They're going to do both both approaches. They're going to finish Lapland, and they are stay, staying in the igloos there. Oh, and, yes. Uh, so that's going to be an interesting experience. I don't want to say, but with my limited time, I took a look at how the logistics, because I'm the logistics girl, of getting yep. there by air. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do, if I can take that time. But she's, you know, her bucket list is both longer and shorter than mine. So they're going to do that. And I can't wait for the feedback from that. And we've got that all booked up for them, too. And then we'll bring them back to London. I'll meet her in London. And then we'll go about our stay. We'll end in Bergen, Norway. So. So one thing that Viking still does with the river cruises is the um Downton Abbey High Clear Castle extension. So I don't know if that's something they could extend for their Viking River Cruise, but that's not far and if you're a bonnet movie lover as I am, but I I've, I've driven past it a couple of times cuz like I live here now, but it's okay. not far. It's not far. I mean it might be a I don't know, it might be a two and a half hour trip from the port? Well, I might, and I might ask them, and then if not, certainly anything that there is almost anywhere. I have some people that are um, like mystery mystery buffs, and so we've got the whole Sherlock Holmes uh, nighttime. Inspector Crusoe. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's... You know, this is Inspector Getz. You want it, Sherry gets it. So we can arrange anything, but yeah, good to know. I, I see no reason why if Viking for their river product would have something in their right hand that their main, it may not be, um, you know, people go online and click, click, well, I didn't see it online. Well, that's why, you know, online's for looking and travel professionals are for booking. But when you call your travel agent, we can ask the right questions of the right person and say, you know, you've got this in your portfolio over here. Can we book into this for my ocean going people into your river going? pre and post excursion. So anything can be done. I, I yeah, get a lot and, of things done. <laughs> yeah, and if not, I've booked it. I've booked entire trips around Downton Abbey. So I have, if you can't oh, find have, tickets, uh, I have okay. some for you. 
So there you go. I got hook up. <laughs> so bizarre, but I went to church with two gals who regularly work events there and are just like, they, what they see Lord Grantham there and they say, am I addressing you as like your real name or are you in character tonight? Like, how should I address um, you? <laughs> That's just so wild, but fun times. I can imagine. Well, Sherry, thank you so much for taking a minute to talk about this itinerary, which I think is super unique. And if you're someone who has cruised a lot and is looking for something different and unique and you want to maybe get out of the Caribbean and bump up to a really classy, really luxurious ship, uh, this is a great option for you. We'll put Sherry's contact information and the PDF for like the flyer for this itinerary on the website and everything else you could possibly need and want to know about Sherry Cavillan and all of her travel services. Sherry, is there anything I'm missing that you want to include? Well, just because you opened Pandora's box, I have to tell you, I've just discovered that they're doing Alaska in the Mm. same inclusive fashion in 2019. So that's probably something to look forward to as well. Yeah, a nice small ship in Alaska would be an excellent experience. Uh, definitely. Thanks for having me, baby. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for being on. I, I always love to have you as a guest. You're a great storyteller, and I, I appreciate you taking the time. Thanks. All right. Until next week, this is Megan Chapa of the Travel Agent Interview saying good night. Good night.